Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. Having a Disney craving you can't fill? Lifelong Disney World adventurers, Ashley and Sammy will take you on a journey through the parks, movies, books, and more. Whether you live miles or states away, if you love Disney, you'll love hanging out with the Pixie Dust Twins on the Limitless Podcast Network. It's your favorite host, Sammy and Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. We are so happy to have you here as we continue our month of Pixar. Yes, and you are a part of making this happen. Make sure to donate to our Patreon account because without you as listeners and supporters, there is no show. All the links to help support us with our Patreon account and our merchandise can be found at limitlessbroadcasting.com. Yep. Well, let's get on with the episode. Are you ready, Sammy? Yeah, and it's a big one. It is. It is. So we've been in Pixar, and we did Toy Story, and then we did all the Pixar movies that have, like, multiple Mm -hmm. movies to them. Well, Mm -hmm. we are going to go over all of the one-time, no-extra-movie Pixar Mm -hmm. movies, and there are eight. But technically, it is nine, because Brave is a Pixar movie, but we talked about it during... The princess episode. So there is actually nine standalone Pixar movies. We yeah. just are only going to talk about eight because we included Merida in the princess animation talks. So if you didn't hear it, then go back to the princess episodes and yes. check that out. She is in the, would she be the second, newer princesses? Third, second. Yeah, second. Mm-hmm. Second episode yeah. of the princesses. She didn't make it in this one, sorry. But we spent a lot of time talking about how much we love her, so... Yes. Oh, she's like one of our faves. So the first one we're going to talk about is, I believe this one came out in, yeah, it did. It came out between Toy Story 1 and 2. It came out in 1998 and it's called A Bug's Life. Yay. It's a cute show, but it's about bugs and I'm not a bug person. I know I hate bugs, but actually I'm like, I could rewatch this. I don't watch it or rewatch it a lot, but Uh I do every once in a while I pop on A Bug's Life because... I think part of it's like childhood memories because mm. I remember going to the theater and seeing it and all yeah. that jazz. So I think that's part of it. But I don't think we saw it in theaters. I'm pretty sure we didn't see it. Like, I think we rented it when it came out in 
from from K and K videos in Cherubusco, Indiana. I got it. Still there. Got a VHS. Um, pretty, got a VHS <laughs> rental in nineteen ninety nine when it probably came out on re- VHS. Oh, goodness, because we didn't have a DVD player until mm-hmm. later. Like my family was so behind. Oh my god, we were we were probably slightly ahead of you, but sometimes you yeah, were. I was just like mom, mom, dad. Can we please come on now? We, we need to get with the times. The DVDs are so much better. But I missed the, not to get off topic, which we already are. But, you know, when you used to open those VHSs, there is that, like, uh-huh. plasticky smell. Mm-hmm. And you just knew it was going to be great. It just, yes, childhood memories. It is. Yeah. You don't get that with downloads. Mm-mm. It's not the same. <sighs> but anywho, the characters are really fun. You got Flit, Flick. Flick, Flick, yeah. Who is the main ant character? He's mm-hmm. in this colony. These ants are being bullied. There bullied. we go. That's the word I'm looking for. Bullied mm-hmm. by a grasshopper and his gang, which I find hilarious that it's a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. But anywho, and they have to like feed the grasshoppers every year. And it's it's the classic bully of mm-hmm. give me your food so you survive sort of deal. We see it in a lot of different movies in different ways. And Hopper does this threat and Flick is going to like take off and like save us somehow. And he finds these bugs. Right. And I I did not rewatch this. He thinks they're heroes. Yeah. He thinks there's some sort of like battle bugs or something Mm -hmm. and they're just circus bugs. So they're impressive, but not very good in a fight as we find out later on. But that whole thing is funny. All the circus bugs are really entertaining. And the mm-hmm. fact that there's a ladybug and he's a dude and everyone spends the whole movie <laughs> telling him how cute he is and he hates it so much. It just makes me laugh. I wonder, I wonder with everything going on in our society, if, if Bugs Life was still big, if there'd be a controversy with that. Who knows? I feel like, no offense to everybody, because I'm, I'm all about the equality and all that. But yeah, I feel same. like everything can be offensive these days. So I just take it at face value that it's just a cute misunderstanding because he's a mm-hmm. ladybug and he's not a lady. So, yeah. yeah. But you probably have a point. I love the caterpillar. He's funny. Yeah. The caterpillar, Heimlich, he's so yes. fat and stupid. <laughs> and then when he becomes a butterfly at the end, he gets the world's <laughs> smallest it's hilarious you still can't fly I'm just like oh poor him like he was so excited what was it like butterflies that came and helped him I don't remember who ended up carrying him possibly yeah somebody ended up carrying him so he felt like he flew yes okay so Hopper Mm -hmm. is a very scary villain I remember being frightened as a child and Mm -hmm. if you go to the Animal Kingdom which we talked about in the Animal Kingdom episode is this is one of the only attractions that we discussed that we liked. It, it, it's tough to be a bug. Mm-hmm. There is a big freaking hopper that pops out there. And I am still afraid of him. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Afraid is the right word because, mm-hmm. yeah, even when he comes out and it's tough to be a bug, I'm just like, oh, it's hopper. Oh, no. So he's a very frightening and his gang is frightening too. Remember the the crazy eye ones? Yeah, the one that he uses oh. to attack everybody. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my goodness. They were terrible. But what I like about Hopper and you were kind of talking about is that he knows the whole time the other grasshoppers kind of start to pick up on it and then the ants figure it out. But he knows that if the ants realize exactly how strong and powerful they are, that they can take over and they can Mm -hmm. overthrow these grasshoppers that are just bullying him. And that's interesting because he's bullying them at the same time. He's afraid of all the power that the ants have. So I think that's a really good complex kind of little villain scenario. 
I feel like that's just government in general. Like think about it. Like our government is powerful just because we have given them that power. But many, many civil wars in many, many different countries show Mm -hmm. that the citizens have more power and can change things. Like it's very much like a parallel to Mm -hmm. our histories. Pixar is always so smart (laughs) when it comes to things. I think they're just very clever. And then I liked Flick as well. And mm-hmm. I thought the circus bugs were funny. And I think it helped me a little bit because the ants are funny colored because they're like blue. Yeah. It's not as realistic. Separates them. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably the reason why I can rewatch it. But I was kind of like re-skimming the, like the wiki about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I feel like when Flick is like flying out on the dandelion and that's how he floats mm-hmm. across the big open area. Yeah. I was just like, I feel like. I had a video game where he did this and there was a video game that came out for like N64. I just vividly remember playing some sort of (laughs) Bugs Life video game and I'm not crazy because I double checked and it was there. So if anyone else played the video game out there, I don't really remember much about it, but I do remember that was part of it was he was like floating across the, the thing on the dandelion. Yeah. The only Disney video games I ever played was Super Nintendo and it was like, there was the Lion King game, the Beauty and the Beast game, and mm-hmm. Aladdin was the ones I had. Yeah, I had a DuckTales game, this, obviously, and I had some sort of Mickey racing. It was like Mario Kart, but it was Mickey characters. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's all I really had about Bugs Life. It's cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. And it was good writing. And mm-hmm. if you like kind of the older style of Pixar, it's a great one to go back to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good movie. Oh, Ratatouille. <laughs> go ahead. So, I'm just gonna jump in every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I rewatched this last night because I've not watched it in a while. First of all, this one makes me laugh because we saw it in theaters, and my mom was not really thrilled with it because he's a rat who cooks and is in the kitchen and touching things, and rats are dirty. And I think what really sealed the deal for her about not liking the movie is at the end when all of the I don't know all their terms, you know, all the chefs and everybody leaves mm-hmm. the kitchen chefs and everything. And then it's literally like hundreds of rats that make the meal. I think that was just horrifying for her. And so she's not a fan of this. And this is related to the movie, but I think it's very funny because since Ratatouille came out, Disney has really incorporated Remy into like the food and wine festival. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he, I don't know if he does it at Epcot, but I know in France, I think in one of their restaurants, he literally comes out on like a little tray and there's like a little interactive Remy that comes out during a dinner. And then they're building a Ratatouille ride right now in France, in Epcot. And I keep telling her we're gonna go see it because she is actively against it. Every time we go to the food and wine, I'm like, look, it's your friend Remy. Cause he's literally everywhere. He's like little, mm-hmm. little signs everywhere, little statues. They sell little stuffed Remy's. And before she had moved here, Robbie and I had joked that we were gonna buy a stuffed Remy and mail it to her. <laughs> and not tell her what was in it you, you should have but yeah I think she would have been very mad about that but that just always whenever oh, I think of ride too I always think of that and it just makes me laugh because my mom hates it so much because it's a rat she's just like it's a rat cooking anyway but the movie itself I actually like like I said I hadn't seen it in a while and I forgot it's pretty cute for mm-hmm. a rat movie you know yeah. and again this is another one just like with the ants Remy is kind of funny colored because he's more of a blue color versus all the other rats that are like this brown and dull gray and kind of look Mm -hmm. dirty. So I think that helps too because Remy seems cleaner 
I guess, because mm-hmm. of his color. I don't know. He doesn't seem as gross as the other rats. Yeah. I mean, we grew up with movies with mice and rats. And mm-hmm. I mean, for crying out loud, there were non-Disney books in elementary school that we'd read. Like Ralph yes. the, the Motorcycle Rat. Yeah, it's the one that rode a motorcycle. I forget Yes, I love yeah. that book. It's in mm-hmm. a box somewhere in my apartment. So the rat thing doesn't bug me as much. Like, I remember at first being like, oh... Oh, what are you like at the end? I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Remy, mm-hmm. I trust. I don't trust the rest of you. No, I was literally like, did they wash their paws before they <laughs> touched everything? I don't know. Well, because Remy actually doesn't touch the food most of the time. He is controlling, which I find hilarious, mm-hmm. controlling okay. his human with his hair. And I'm like, are there nerve endings up there? Should I be worried? I know. Does it work? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to try. We're just going to like keep my head here. But it's it's a great message. It's a funny movie and mm-hmm. Pixar did a really good job on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I like that they said, you know, the whole message throughout it was that anyone can cook. And I know that was specific to cooking, but it's kind of like the message, like no matter how big or small, again, anyone can accomplish mm-hmm. anything that you put yeah. your mind to. Remy, yeah, he is funny because he made a whole thing when he was walking upright and his brother was like, why do you walk that way? And he said, because I don't want my paws to get dirty. Don't you know you touch the food with that? And I'm thinking, I don't know that they care because they eat trash. So it, it seems like a lost he, point. He's a refined rat. He is. And I always think that that's really funny. Oh, and then the fact that he still steals as a rat, and that's a lesson that he has to learn because Mm. he thinks he's better than all of, really, he thinks he's better than all of them because he likes fancy food. But he does still steal like his brethren in the Mm -hmm. rat community. So that's a lesson he has to learn that you you can't have it both ways. So, yeah. yeah. You can't be a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have a moral, you got to stick to it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Linguini is a good character, even though he does some things like when he yells at Remy and all that. I never really feel bad about it. Linguini, is he the, the human or is he the little short dude? Linguini is the, the human, like the, That's the, right. okay. the boy. The, the boy, okay. The teen. I don't know how old this dude is. He's probably like he's 20. He's young. He's probably like 19, 20. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I like him because even though, you know, he gets in fights with Remy, he yells at Remy, mm-hmm. he kicks Remy out. But then he always comes back and is just like, oh, I'm sorry. We had a fight. I'm really stressed. And I'm just like, oh, poor Linguini. You're so lost in life. It's so cute. You need Remy. Yes, exactly. So I never really get upset with him. I don't even yeah. remember the, I know who you're talking about, the little chef. I don't remember his name. The little chef. Yeah, the, I don't remember That's the his evil name. man. Yeah, whatever he is, he's terrible. He he's sucks. horrible. I'm glad he got fired. He deserved it. And I like the food critic too at the end and how he mm-hmm. changes his ways and invests in the restaurant and everything. So yeah, yeah. it's a cute movie, even though it it's is. full of rats. It's still cute. <laughs> I love you ready for the next one? one? Mm-hmm. This is like my ultimate favorite. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. Wally. <laughs> Wally. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. I remember going to the theaters to watch this movie and just falling in love with a little robot, which is not surprising because I have a huge love for, like, R2-D2 and Mm -hmm. C-3PO and now Mm BB-8. So, like, little robots that act like humans are, like, my thing. Mm -hmm. So, when Wally came out, I'm like, it's a Disney version of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Not really, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's a sci-fi movie. It counts. It is. Yeah. It is a sci-fi movie, but it's just, it's so cute. You've got this little robot who's like, I mean, all of the other ones, because there was hundreds and thousands of Wallies trying to clean up this earth mm-hmm. because, you know, as humans, we destroyed it. Mm-hmm. And off in space, 
getting fat and, you know, not talking to each other. And all of these robots start to fall apart. But for some reason, Wally, this one Wally, figures out a way to survive. And But he continues to do his job. He's yeah. loyal and he's dependable and he just does his job. But he has these little moments. Like, he has a, is it a cockroach? Yeah, yeah. his cockroach, like, pet. <laughs> He has a cockroach pet because, you know, cockroaches don't die, so it makes sense. I've tried killing them multiple times. Ugh. But he has this little cute cockroach. Part of me is like, oh, a cockroach. And then part of me is like, but you're so cute because you're a cartoon. Yes, exactly. And he just, he collects like different things. All He's these little trinkets. by trinkets. Yes. Kind of reminds me of Ariel. Mm-hmm. Like he has that Ariel personality. And I love how like he'll pick up something and he kind of like examines it. Like, do I want it? Mm-hmm. Yep, let's throw it in. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's so cute. And then, of course, you have Eve mm-hmm. who comes in and she's like this. I'll let you talk about that part, but <laughs> she's this like clean machine who doesn't really have a personality at first, who's like checking everything. Mm-hmm. And you can just see the total difference between the two of them. Yeah, like- but he like falls in love, like mm-hmm. automatically. And I just love how he says her name. He's like, Eva. Mm-hmm. Eve. Eva. <laughs> and they go back and forth. And the cool thing about this movie is there's not much words. Like, not until you no. get to the spaceship. But there's nothing except, like, them going back and forth with their names. But it's still so beautifully done and mm-hmm. so, like, heart-wrenching. And so I agree. just... He just has so much personality for being a robot and it's just the way because I was reading a little bit about how they came up with the idea and everything and you know his eyeballs look like binoculars and that's kind Mm -hmm. of how they originally came up with it was how you could kind of turn them and make it an expression basically so that's how they came up with part of the the personality I thought that was interesting but oh my goodness yeah yeah you wouldn't think that a movie that has not much sounds except for when he's watching the movie or he's just oh kind of cruising around and you just hear the little robot noises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he makes little funny sounds like when the, the windstorm is coming and he, he freaks out about it. It's just the little noises that he makes. Yep. Oh gosh. It's, it's so, so adorable. And then because he's taken on these human characteristics <sighs> is why he needs to go save Eve when yes. she, well, save Eve when she has to go back to the mothership to let them mm-hmm. know that, yes, there is something growing. The earth mm-hmm. can be rejuvenated. Da, right. da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then you get to meet all these other robot characters. Oh my gosh. Like the little one hilarious. that's always cleaning. And he's just like, uh, he is like my second like favorite everything. one. He is my second favorite as well. Yes. Like, he's adorable. And the way he just like, like he has no face, but you can just tell that he's just looking at Wally like, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, first of all, you're not following the path. And secondly, you just got dirt everywhere. And then I like how Wally just kind of is like curious about him. So he's like, let's put some dirt here and see what the robot does. (laughs) He freaks out. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But then that robot makes the decision to get off of his little lines that he's supposed to follow because he's just like, but there's dirt over there. I must just going to hop off. Like we're doing this. Oh my gosh. It's so funny how Wally just caused all this chaos. Yeah. It's like I watched it. I watched it for this, but I'm like, I'm going to watch it again. I know. It's so funny. I just, I love how like every little thing Wally does, he just messes up everything on the 
the whole ship because all these robots now have just gone rogue mm-hmm. and they're just flashing all that stuff on their rogue robots, rogue robots. <laughs> well, remember, because like, Wally goes into the area where the broken robots the broken are, robots. the broken mm-hmm. robots, yeah. and he lets them all go and that's where the rogue robots come in. It's, it's like so they're funny. all just causing chaos so he can try to get to Eve mm-hmm. to save her because it's exactly. untrue love. Yes. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. So I was just curious about some background information because I just love Wally. So (laughs) they brought in Apple's design chief at the time when this was made Mm -hmm. to help give Eve her high-tech look, which is Mm -hmm. interesting because I mean, I feel like I would look at it and be like, yeah, that's an Apple product almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, she just has that look. It is the highest grossing animated sci-fi film of all time, which... I don't know how many are in that category, but I'm like, of course, because it's just, there are some, yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I it's believe that. So good. Oh yeah. And then <laughs> Wally, I have so many like random Wally things. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I found it. I don't know where it has it stored, but I have this little, and it's gotta be, when did Wally come out? What year was it? 2000, uh, 2008. 2008. So probably around the same time I had this little Wally speaker. But mm-hmm. it's not like Bluetooth because this is so old. So you literally have to like plug your phone in to listen to music, but he'll play music through his little speakers. Nice. And then I remember I got my mom this Wally clock that's like his face, like the eyeballs and stuff. Like that. It was like a digital clock. And yeah, I just clearly have the oh. much love in my heart for, oh, for yes. Wally. And then, like you were saying, with the people, they trashed Earth so badly that they were like, well, I guess we're going to leave. And then they just. Yeah took off into space and then it just they weren't learning lessons they weren't progressing they actually were getting worse and worse and worse because Mm -hmm. then they like you said they're all just blubber floating around on these little chairs not and they're not even interacting each other face and face they have these screens in front of them Mm -hmm. i'm like okay i like screens because sammy you're in totally different states so this is the only way you and i can see each other right now but but if we're in the same ship yeah no Mm -hmm. we would be like face-to-face talking and interacting and that's just so much better so in that case wally helped them because he mm-hmm. not way well, he like knocked, he knocked them, them off he and knocked them off. yeah and then all of a sudden they're kind of like oh there's there's someone next to me let's let's chat okay now mm-hmm. i did feel kind of bad when the whole ship like tipped over and of course <laughs> i did it they're all so <laughs> so fat like none of them can really get their bearings or anything and trying to watch them walk was like watching a weird grown baby two-year-old baby yeah it was very strange but I feel like they did a really good job I think of thinking it through and making it mm-hmm. really accurate but then the ship kind of freaked me out because oh, it's because always it a over. thing in the back of my mind yeah that the technology is going to take over and mm-hmm. yeah well it's like every like the Terminator movies exactly mm-hmm. just most movies that have to do with robots there's some sort of like overtake of robots. Yeah. It's like one of humanity's biggest fears, which I think mm-hmm. is hilarious because we still are trying to push forward and create yeah. these IA things. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, we have a fear of this, but we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why do we need all this technology? We can live comfortably with what we have. I just saw this thing on the news where Disney is, of course, they're always working on their animatronics. But I saw it's freaky. Okay. This animatronic blinks. It can react to like your facial expression. Isn't it the ones in Tokyo? 
I don't know. So it's a new Disney? one. This they have enough. This one they're still working on, so it's oh, okay. in development. So it's more developed than even those. The Tokyo ones are off the chain, man. I know, like the Beauty and the Beast ones. Apparently, are like this whole high tech thing, and I'm like, I want to see this. I'm scared to see yeah. this, but I want to see. This. Yeah, from what I've seen, I mean, it literally looks like the cartoon brought to life. Yeah, it's insane what they're doing over in Tokyo. Yeah. Ugh. Anywho, it's still scary. Uh, <laughs> It is. The great thing about this movie, and I think the reason this movie is was so popular in 2008, is, and environmental has been a issue for a long time, but I feel yes. like when we were in college, it was like ramped up when we mm -hmm. were in college. And when this movie came out, it was, I think that's why it did so well, is because it is all about taking care of our environment and taking care mm -hmm. of our earth. And there is a lot that we still need to do to take care of this place. So it can be like for our generation, we're not going to see a lot of the effects that's happening. And right. it's going to be like our grandchildren or great grandchildren or great, right. great, great grandchildren. Mm -hmm. Like we're not going to see it, but if we don't start taking care of it, it is going to be an issue for our children I later agree. down the line. And this movie really shows that, especially with like, what Wally's doing, like it shows how much trash he has compacted over oh these hundreds and hundreds of years so and insane. so much trash and just all of the things. But it's really cool because they don't leave the movie as a hopelessness that we can't mm -hmm. rebuild. It leaves with us it leaves with us showing that we can revitalize the earth if we take the right steps. I agree. So it has a positive mm -hmm. twist at the end. Anything All else right. for Wally? No, I think we're ready to move on to our next sad sack movie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not the whole thing is sad. Just the no, first, just the beginning, the first minutes. Like five minutes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, up, 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 up. Mm -hmm. Came out in two thousand nine. Mm -hmm. This this is literally what I put in my my very first note. Should I just start crying now? Accurate. Those first couple minutes are a killer i love it and i hate it i have uh -huh. so much emotion wrapped up in the saga of uh -huh. their life together mm -hmm. but it's realistic it wasn't perfect yeah well and i think a big part of it is like i think we kind of see our grandparents in that like as mm -hmm. they get older yeah. i think the big thing when at least for me when mm -hmm. she died Cause she died, I believe in, was it in a hospital bed or was she in her? her yeah, bed? no, okay. I think it was implied. She went to the hospital and then that was where she passed yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like in 2009, it just kind of reminded me of grandma because my grandma passed away from a sickness. Mm -hmm. She wasn't in a hospital, but she was like in hospice. Yeah. Hospice care mm -hmm. at home, hospice care. And just like leaving grandpa. Now grandpa's all alone. Like my grandpa was not cranky old man. He like mm -hmm. specialized butterfly, but it just reminded me of that. And I think that's why it was always just like kind of hit my heartstrings. I mean, it really, yeah. I think it would have hit my heartstrings either way, but mm -hmm. it really hit it because of, because of that. But yeah, their, mm -hmm. their love story is, it is beautiful. And it mm -hmm. was, even though it's sad. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is they could have stopped there and it could have been the best. It could have been like one of those shorts that you're like, mm -hmm. oh, and it could have been a short and we didn't need to go on, but mm -hmm. it went on. And it yes. Got yes, it did. It got much funnier. Yes. <laughs> Well, has the movie progressed? There's yeah. just, there's so much, it's so funny that the way the movie starts and it's so sad and serious and, mm -hmm. and then you have a dog that talks and a bird named Kevin that's a 
female and oh my gosh it's and a so little silly. boy scout that i'm gonna be honest that boy was annoying i feel like he's probably accurate though honestly oh, yeah. for children uh-huh. i think he probably was accurate but yeah there were times where i was just like i get it carl if you want to just leave him in the the rainforest or whatever just that's fine <laughs> we would understand doug was so cute though yeah i loved him my name's doug i love you squirrel and when he shows up and they're just like did the dog just talk and he's just like yeah <laughs> yeah like don't all dogs talk <laughs> kind of what one of those things for our, our dogs like mm-hmm. i wish because my dog i love her but she's a whiner yeah and mm-hmm. i really wish i could just put that on her and figure out what the heck she's whining about i mean we're sitting on the couch there's nothing going on. She's living her best life. Yeah. And then she mm-hmm. starts whining. It's like, that's accurate. Child. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What I said I the, the same thing. So I think Lucifer would be more like a Doug because he's always just like, what are you guys doing? What's up? Hey, hi. And I don't, but I don't think Raven would be so nice. <laughs> I think she might be a little more telling us to leave her alone and we're bothering her is the vibe I get from her. Oh, I'm pretty sure Mandy, my Cocker Spaniel growing up, I'm pretty sure she would have cussed us out like every day. Yeah. She'd be like, excuse me. I'm trying to take a nap here. Could you just leave me alone? I don't want to deal with you right now. There's definitely that vibe going on. I would say between (laughs) both of them, but it still would be interesting to hear them. Yes. Speak. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then of course you got the high pitch guard dogs that you, you see them and you're like, Ooh, you, you're like the guard scary dogs. And then they Mm -hmm. speak and the leader has this high pitch girly voice and you're like, it's broken. Oh Oh, my gosh. And then I like how the other dogs, cause they're, they're the sidekicks. So they're kind of stupid and they're just like, uh, what's wrong with your voice? And they're, they're starting to laugh and the leader is so mad. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, it's so great. But you do sound funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forget what the guy's name is. The evil guy. Oh, well, it's fine. But he is he is kind of scary. Like, he's yeah, kind of, he's gotten bitter. Like, he's this adventurer and he's off and he's mm-hmm. so bitter because he is stuck here and he doesn't get the credit that he had before mm-hmm. and all the things. And I'm like, oh, honey, you need to go home and like get a life. Exactly. And then he's got all these dogs. Literally, his basically his only only interaction is with this enormous collection of dogs that he has. I want to know how he got all those dogs because I don't know if he had them when he left, like in the cartoon. I, when they show him, I don't know. I'm as, what I kind of assumed was because there's a random assortment of them was that there was. We only saw boy dogs, but I'm assuming there must have been some female dogs somewhere in the mix to mm-hmm. keep making dogs. Cause he'd obviously been there a while. So yeah, they were pretty funny dog, too, like, though. dog man. Oh, they were when hilarious they were, when they were trying to eat and everything. And yeah, they made me laugh during the dinner scene, how they were serving everything. Uh-huh. I'm just like, how did you get your dog to do this? It's so funny. Well, I'm like, and then of course the squirrel, you can't, there's the squirrel moments. Aren't they all in like little like airplanes, which again, yes. where did you mm-hmm. get all this? But it's like squirrel, squirrel. And they all like just veer oh. off. And it's, <laughs> it's so funny funny i'm like it is really funny i love those moments it's real life because literally that's every dog when there's a squirrel Mm -hmm. exactly they're just especially german shepherds yeah oh and then i love that in the adventure book ellie told carl to go have his own adventure i was like oh that's really nice a little Mm -hmm. nice thought at the end that she's just like all right your turn go have your own adventure now Mm -hmm. i liked that little thing at the end too it's good to call back to her 
Yeah. And I love, I love the imagery of the, of the house with the balloons. I think it's such mm-hmm. like them thinking that through of how is this house going to go? And they like, Oh, balloons. And just, mm-hmm. it's become such an iconic image in our mind that when we see it, we're like, just like adventure. Like it's the next, mm-hmm. next fun yes. step in life. And what's really cool is it shows that just because you're old doesn't mean you can't have new adventures. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's exactly. something that as adults, we start to lose as we think that as we get older, we just have to get a job and have a family and do the same old thing. And we can't go on adventures. And it's like, uh, no, we can do adventures all Mm -hmm. the way up until we pass. Like Mm -hmm. everything, everything can be a new adventure if we look at it Mm -hmm. that way. So I do love that, that message. And I think this is a good movie for all ages. Like there are some movies where you watch it as an adult. If you didn't grow up watching it and you watch it adult, you're like, oh, this is cute. But I maybe only will watch it once, but I feel like this movie like is for all generations. Like I agree. anybody, any age could have walked in this and probably did and just love it because it's not just following a kid around. It's literally mm-hmm. having that generational gap, which is really cool. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's a great movie. It is. Anything else you want to talk about before we move on? No, I feel like that kind of covers. Okay. Next inside out. I love oh, boy. this movie. This is another one. It's got a lot going on. (laughs) Oh my goodness. The idea, the idea for someone to make a movie where we go inside our heads to see Mm -hmm. like actually like the emotions being real. (gasps) Genius. Absolutely Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Like best thing ever. I love it. I wish they had more. Like I want another inside out. Oh my gosh. And I don't know how long they spent thinking about it. I know I was reading that they talked to psychologists and all sorts of stuff because it's like, okay, you're, you're going to make an, a, a movie about emotions. Mm-hmm. And then you have to figure out, okay, what are the main emotions that you're going to make? Because, you know, they had to come up with, like, what are we going to include in there? Joy, sadness, fear, mm-hmm. disgust, anger. Then I was just like, yeah, I feel like that kind of covers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that covers it. That was mm-hmm. just, there's just so much thought that went into this movie. It's insane. Yes. Great voice actors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The parent, my probably my favorite scene, and I wish they would have done more of it, was show the parents' emotions. Because mm-hmm. I think it was so cool, like, having them go back and forth. And she's like, because the main female or the main mom's character is like, he's not paying attention. Mm-hmm. Get his give attention. Him the look. And give him the look. <laughs> and then you go to the guys, and they're all watching football. They're not no, even they're watching just like, what's going on. They're like, oh, <laughs> Did she motion to us? Oh crap! Do something. And it's just- but then they have the whole conversation about like, what did we do? And then they're like running through scenarios, like was it this, was it that, was it this? And then how they're there, and you go back in the mom's head, and they're all just like, he has no idea what's going on. Give him the look again. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that did oh, make me laugh. And and I I feel like I don't know if you put it in your notes as well, but I love how also it shows that not everyone has one emotion as their main, like they're different. So like good. Mm-hmm. you look at the mom and if you looked at her panel, cause she has more mature emotions now because they're all working together. Mm-hmm. But the main one is sadness is her mm-hmm. like one that's calling the shots. And then you look at the guy and the main one is anger. Anger. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of wondered, I don't remember if you and I had this conversation or if it was me and somebody else, but I wonder if that is, maybe their main emotion that they always have to deal with like so dad has anger issues and that's something he's had to deal with his whole life Mm -hmm. mom has depressed maybe depressive issues Mm -hmm. and that's kind of why she's the main one 
And for their daughter, Riley, she has joy because she had a really good childhood. And that's why joy's kind of mm-hmm. the main kind of section of it. I don't know. I thought it was pretty interesting how they did that. And I wonder if that's what they were trying to point us at without mm-hmm. like actually saying it. Possibly. Yeah. There's a good chance that it's whatever the dominant one was. Mm-hmm. And I just love the movie because we spend this time and we get to watch her grow up and Joy is just like looking at her wall and she's so happy because it's all basically yellow and it's all mm-hmm. happy memories. And then they move and she's kind of like panicking because now she's looking at the wall and they're all up there. You know, we got uh-huh. disgust, we got fear, we got sadness and you know, Joy's kind of feeling like she's losing control and she's like, no, no, she has to be happy all the time. And I think it was a great that I think it's great that Joy as an emotion learned a lesson during yes. the movie because mm-hmm. the whole reason sadness started touching everything and she's like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like I need to do this is because Riley was changing. Riley was mm-hmm. growing up. Riley was having more to her than just all this happiness yep. because everybody has more than just one emotion. So yep. it's nice that she's happy a lot and that leads a good life, but that's not realistic. Everybody yeah. has this anger and sadness and all of that in them and I just like how at the end Joy was finally like listen yes here's the core memories you need to touch them because they are sad for Riley now because things have changed but that doesn't mean she's sad forever but she should have a wall of different colors not just yellow yeah Yeah. I remember Mm -hmm. like at the beginning when it's just Joy like she's the first emotion Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden Riley starts crying and she's like, what's going on? And then she sees sadness and she's like, no, we were so touched for like five seconds. And then, oh my gosh, I love disgust. I think she's hilarious. Yes. I love disgust. Green. No, it's broccoli. (laughs) (laughs) Just fear coming out with like 500,000 things that could go wrong on the first day day. Mm -hmm. but like thinking back into like thinking in our own childhoods especially when I moved so much and like Mm -hmm. just different things I'm like I went through those checklists in my like as a little kid even like Mm -hmm. what could go wrong on my first day and what could do this Mm -hmm. and like when we moved to college like your your emotions kind of do all these things for you and it's like oh Disney you're so just you're you're great yes I think they did a great (laughs) job and then when Joy was gone and then they're just like dealing with the parents and they're trying to figure out what to do. And they're just like, well, sound like joy, but they can't sound like joy because they're not joy. So disgust would say it. And it came out as like sarcastic uh-huh. and, and then anger of course stepped in and then he just blew the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. But I did, I did highly enjoy anger. I, he, he was, was very funny because when he got going, the fire and mm-hmm. <laughs> everything I was just like, boo, dude. <laughs> All right. But I guess that's why you're anger. I, I get it. <laughs> Yeah. Great and stuff. I guess we should talk about bing pong for a second. Oh, and how bing pong. oh my gosh, that is so depressing. I watched this one yesterday too and uh, you know it's coming. I mean, when I first watched the movie, I was just like this is horrifying. I can't believe they just killed his childhood memory because <laughs> you think bing pong's going to make it and he's along for the ride and it's so great and mm-hmm. then and, he saves the day mm-hmm. and sacrifices himself mm-hmm. and knowing it was coming this time, like the whole time, as soon as Bing Bong showed up, I was just like, dang it. <laughs> I already know what's going to happen. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Bing Bong is, it's like one of those memory. It's like one of those things where you're like, 
you don't want to lose those childhood memories because they're mm -hmm. good. But the sad thing is, is we only use so much percentage of our, our brain. And mm -hmm. some of those memories do go to the wayside. Like I probably have imaginary friends from when I was a little kid that I have no idea about because mm -hmm. they literally exactly. had to, to pushed out for new things and, and mm -hmm. new memories. And um, yeah. I think they just did a really good depiction of what it looks like and just the different lands like well number one I love when she's like dragging sadness and sadness is just like touching all the ball everything's turning blue and then they come across somebody or they come across the the cleaners and they're like throwing away old memories they threw mm -hmm. away a couple of math memories I'm like that yep mine did that to me I don't remember it yes I love how they're like reading them off and she's just like yeah that can go we don't need any of that ah. oh like the presidents are like yeah just keep watching yes. and Lincoln I was just like oh yeah that's probably really accurate that is because um, we can like okay so I can still do the 50 nifty United States song like I just oh sang it gosh, last that's, night that's forever in my brain that yeah, one I'll will do that. never go away it's like that yes. repeating okay that repeating commercial memory in the movie mm -hmm. that's my yes. repeating one that they randomly put in my head I'm like mm -hmm. wait what why where did this come why from why am I singing this, this? and then but we did a president song in fifth grade don't remember no. I don't even think I sang it right at the at the present or the <laughs> oh the spring gosh, whatever well I was I mean that was the year I actually finally had lines and I was like doing stuff in front of everyone so I'm like fifth grade. Mm -hmm. That's an I always did that too I always volunteered for that and then I'm just like why <laughs> Because I really didn't like public speaking, but I'm always just like, I want to do it. I I'm no pretty idea. sure you and I did something together in fifth grade, but we didn't know each I other. I think so. I think so. Because I, I definitely, every year I volunteered for that stuff. You should look because I did. I was always like, I'll do the extra lines. I'll do whatever. Yeah. I would be shocked if you and I didn't do something together and just That's didn't super know funny to think about. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. That's probably true though. Uh, it just, it was, I could go on forever about this movie and just how good it is and how yes. it have mm -hmm. every, every kid should watch this movie, especially mm -hmm. teenagers. Like, I think this should be a part of their curriculum that they need to watch inside out as mm -hmm. they start to learn about their emotions and to try to yes. deal with them because it kind of helps show a visual of what's going on inside of your head. And it makes it make sense. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay that I feel this way because it just for right now. Yeah. And, and at the end, they started working together, yep. joined Sadness, so then she would have the, the combined memories. And, mm -hmm. and oh their gosh, panel started getting bigger because she was able to, like, understand more. Like, that's the other thing mm -hmm. I love. Like, the panel started so small, and then as and she then grows up expanded. and more things, and it expands, and it gets more mm -hmm. complex. And I want to meet my emotions in my head. I know, I want right? Disney to create my emotions. Mm-hmm. That should be like a thing where you input it and then they'll, they'll produce your main yes. emotion and, yes. and all that. That'd be a fun thing. You I'd should do that, Disney. to see what my main emotion is. I don't know. Anywho. Anything else before either. we move on to this next one? No. Hey guys, it's Sammy. I hope you're having as much fun listening to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast as Ashley and I had recording it. Don't forget to check out LimitlessBroadcasting.com for even more awesome content. 
I have a show with my husband, Robbie, detailing how our lives changed when he developed chronic pain after a 2017 car accident. Plus, Ashley will soon be producing a spiritual show with an uplifting message, and there's so much more. We have merchandise available and information about our Patreon account, where you can help fund our growth and get rewarded with cool prizes, anywhere from a shout-out on one of our shows, to guest appearances, to a chance to host your own episode. So go to LimitlessBroadcasting.com after the show and check back for updates and more content. interesting segue because I loved, loved all of the ones leading to this inside out all of that and then we had the good dinosaur oh boy which I watched for the first time like three days ago so this was the first Pixar movie that I did not go see in theaters because it just didn't interest yep. me it didn't grab me and then I rented it from Redbox I remember that <laughs> and watched it at home and that's the only time I've seen it and I mean it was cute it had some cute characters but it's just not I didn't rewatch it for this because I just yeah. don't have an interest in it what was funny is I was a part of the Disney movie club for a while uh-huh and I forgot to check one month and they sent me this like I forgot to decline it because you mm -hmm. can decline them so it's been literally sitting in my movie collection unopened uh -huh. since oh I got gosh. it in whenever it came out. So it, it came probably like 2016. It was 2015. So it was probably yeah. like end of 2015 or like somewhere in 2016. And it's literally just been sitting in my Disney collection. Like I have not touched it until yes. three days ago. And I'm like, well, I need to watch it. I might as well just open it and put it on my uh -huh. TV and play with my dog while I'm watching it. And mm -hmm. it was okay. We talked about in the first Pixar episode of this series that we said that 95% sure that there was like all the movies that they've created are intentional story writing and that it's good story writing. Yes. Mm -hmm. I will still agree with that even though I don't like this movie. Yeah. I don't think it was necessarily poorly written. Yeah. Or animated or anything like that. Well, I just, but the storyline. Yeah. I just want the audience to understand it is still good writing. They didn't yes. screw up writing. It's just the plot line is not my thing. Mine either. I just was not really into it. Well, it's like, okay, at the very beginning, this meteor, they show this whole thing about this meteor and this meteor leaves and, and then it just missed it. So I'm like, wait a second. Is, is this just a botched attempt and it's coming later or are you literally changing the face of dinosaur history and the meteor missed and we, we didn't kill off the dinosaurs? Like what? I don't know. Like I was confused. I'm like, I don't understand why this is important in this part of the movie. Like this does not make any sense to me whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And then you got the humans, the cavemen who are walking around like their pets and barking and doing all these grunts and noises. And I'm like, um, um, I don't get, like, that's where I'm like, I just don't understand. Now, Spot, he was cute. He was adorable yeah, for a little human boy, mm -hmm. but it just didn't make any sense to me. It was very odd. 
there was a great lesson about facing one's fears because Arlo, the main character, is this tiny little dinosaur. He he's not growing to the same amount of of size and shape as his as his siblings. He's scared of these mm-hmm. chickens that they're harvesting, mm-hmm. just all the things. And he faces his fears along this journey he goes on. Um, and it was one of those like Simba moments with the dad. Like yeah. when mm-hmm. the water was coming, I was like, no you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna go lion king on us like seriously like i saw it like as the water was yes. rushing, i'm like this is the yep. herd hitting mufasa like what the yep. heck and that's literally what happened i'm like yep that's exactly what happened mm-hmm. pixar darn you pixar yeah. and then throughout his journey oh the pterodactyls yeah they were ugh. they were cultists and they were freaky and they yeah. ate the cutest little creature i'm like why are we showing his yeah, that was little. And they just shove him in his, their mouths. I'm like, Mm-mm. what just no. happened? Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I don't I recommend agree. the movie. I really don't. I mean, if you haven't seen it, I mean, if you want to check it out, but it's on just that. I'm, I'm not really going to watch it ever again, probably. Nope. So I need to give that movie away. And this is literally the only Pixar besides Cars 3. So two Pixar movies that I'm just like, eh, about. Makes sense. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? That one's pretty short and sweet. No, because like I said, I didn't rewatch it. (laughs) Thankfully, the last two ones that we're going to talk about are just absolutely amazing. Absolutely pulled at our heartstrings. So we're going to end on very two high notes. The first one we're going to talk about is Coco. Coco came out Mm -hmm. in 2017. I remember seeing the poster and kind of hearing the concept for this. I'm like, this is awesome. We need to do more multicultural Mm -hmm. things within our animation. So this was like one of those moments that I'm like, yes, they're listening. Mm -hmm. Because it is all about the Day of the Dead and this boy who... His father, he wants to know who his father is, and he's trying to figure it out. It's Miguel, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's not his father. It's his, oh, good Lord, great-grandfather, I think, if I remember right. Because his, hold on. How is his father? Or great-great, no, great-great-grandfather. Okay, because he has his mom and his dad, and then he has his grandmother. Oh, that's right. And then his great-grandmother is Coco, and then her dad. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I didn't rewatch this one, so I'm just. Yeah, going it's off okay. Memory. I'll, you have a lot. Of, you have a lot of notes, so I'll let you talk about this one. Okay. I'm gonna finish my coffee. <laughs> so, well, like you're saying, multicultural. Bravo! Mm-hmm. They hired all Hispanic actors, mm-hmm. which is amazing because that's what you should do if you're mm-hmm. going to do a movie that's based in Mexico. Then, hello, you should mm-hmm. hire Hispanic Make actors. It authentic. And I did rewatch this one just because I hadn't seen it in a little while and I do love it. And I forgot how much the music at the beginning, it's very festive and it sets the whole tone. And while it's playing, Miguel gets to tell the story of his family and why they don't listen to music, which is ironic because the movie opens with this great musical number yeah. <laughs> to introduce everything. But you get to hear his story and it kind of explains him and his family dynamic and what their business is. But gives an indication you know that he doesn't agree with it and he sneaks off to go play music on his own and explore other musicians and listen to them and all of that and then like you said it's all about the day of the dead and Mm -hmm. i think that was great because they were accurate in what they did but it was entertaining Mm -hmm. so not only kids can learn about the day of the dead but grown-ups too because Mm -hmm. we don't all know a lot of details about it if we're not in in that culture. culture yeah if we're not hispanic mexican descendants then we don't know everything there is to know about it. So I thought it was really interesting and they were very accurate about it. 
So, cause I looked it up cause I was just curious on, I actually went to the Pixar website and was kind of reading about it. So in Mexico, the festival lasts three days and the families do go to the graves and they clean and decorate them with the ofrendas, which are the altars, mm-hmm. which include Mexican marigolds or what they call the flower of the dead. So that's why they had the flowers everywhere. And that was a big part of the dead. I don't know the, the land of the dead, whatever. Oh yeah. Like the afterlife area. Yeah. How they had to travel up that bridge and it was literally made of these golden flowers because that's Mm -hmm. a very important part of the culture. So I'm like, okay, that's really cool that they were able to take the marigolds and incorporate it in that way. I thought that was super, super, super creative of Pixar. They're just really, really well thought out movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it is, I think what I love, the story's great and the plot line's like flawless, but I think the thing I enjoyed the most was the color and the animation portion of it, how everything looked and it's just so Mm -hmm. cool to kind of see, because I love seeing other cultural things and, and learning about other cultures. So like seeing how they not represent how they honor their dead mm-hmm. and honor mm-hmm. the, the, their ancestors and their spirits is really, really cool. And what's awesome, I think is awesome about this is there's a, okay. So there is a Disney channel junior show, show called Eleanor of Aval or El- Elena of Avalor or something. And she is mm-hmm. the Hispanic culture and they mm-hmm. do a episode about, or every season of their show, they do like an episode about the day of the dead. Mm-hmm. And it very much lines up, like everything's lined up and it's just right. really cool to see. And they call it, uh, at least in the show, they call it the spirit realm. I just remember mm-hmm. the spirit yeah. realm of where everyone stays, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's a beautiful movie. Like mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. Lee done. I can't mm-hmm. imagine how long it took them to do all that color. Yeah. It's so, it's just so beautiful. I mm-hmm. love the entire, all the scenes and yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, like I said, they're, they're so accurate with the music and everything. I mean, they mm-hmm. literally gave this dead guy that they made up an entire musical career. It's just, it's so funny how yeah. they just, the songs they wrote were literally supposed to be, these are his popular songs and they did more right. than one. And yeah, it was just really well thought out. And then the twist at the end with who was actually the bad guy. I thought that was yeah. really interesting too. Yeah. And I didn't was. see that coming. Yeah. That Hector. Mm-hmm. was actually the good guy and who knew that all along that's who Miguel was looking for and he found him completely mm-hmm. by accident mm-hmm. I don't remember if I saw that coming or not it's been a while I don't think I did I really didn't and I probably should have because when I rewatched it I was just like well why else would Hector be there for <laughs> so much of the movie but it's okay <laughs> oh yeah I don't remember if I, mm-hmm. yeah, but it, it's, it's a good twist and it actually is stuff it, like for music business, I believe in any culture that happens a lot where people steal somebody else's work and just, mm-hmm. it's very true. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. Anything else about Coco? No, just highly recommend it. Yes. Highly, everybody. highly, highly. It is on Disney plus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this last one. Onward. Onward. I love this movie. And that's actually the title, people. If you haven't heard about it, it's not saying yeah. going onward. It's the mm-hmm. name is called Onward, which came yeah. out last or no, this year. Oh my god. This gosh. year. It was this year, which this is this the year. longest year in the history of ever. So know, that's I'm why like, it's hard to remember. Is it 2021 yet? Yes, this was the last movie that I saw in theaters before everything kind of went downhill. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it in a spaced out. I did have to wear a mask. I remember all of this. 
but it was the last movie before the theaters finally gave up and they had closed for the summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's crazy. I did not really know anything about the movie before we went to see it, which I saw like a preview for it and I was like, oh, this looks cute and it's Pixar. So it's probably good. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't burned too much from the two movies I don't like, but we went to the Florida mall and we were, I don't remember. I think we were looking for shoes or something that day and we were eating and there were these employees sitting in the middle of the Florida mall parking lot that we could see. Mm-hmm. And they had the van from the movie, but I didn't realize it was the van from the movie at that time. Yeah. Well, we were literally like, what are these people doing out there with that sketchy looking crazy van with the?" <laughs> And my mom and I are like, literally like, is that a unicorn on it? What is, what are they selling? So we told Robbie, we're like, go see what they're doing. And of course Robbie does. (laughs) Yeah. So he went and they were like, yeah, we work for Disney. So if you take a picture and post on social media with the van, we'll give you a voucher for a free movie ticket to go see Onward. So he did it. And then we got a free (laughs) movie ticket and then we went pretty it was pretty close after it opened. I don't think mm-hmm. it had been out too, too long when we went to go see it. But yeah, we got a free movie ticket out of it. So we were like, okay, we'll nice. go. Yeah, we'll, we'll go check it out and see. And so I went into it really not knowing what I was in for. Mm-hmm. But when the van appeared, I was like, oh, okay. This makes more sense. Because the van in real life, let me tell you, you're definitely kind of like, like what in the world kind of... <laughs> It just looked, you didn't know they were Disney employees. Like, yeah. Legit. I just was like, there's a bunch of weirdos out there with shirts and stuff and this weird looking van <laughs> in the middle of the parking lot. Why did the Florida mall allow this? But it's because obviously it was a Disney promotion. So makes sense. Yeah. I will oh, that. that's funny. <laughs> I, I remember watching the, the trailer for it and mm-hmm. I was unsure. <laughs> like I, mm-hmm. it seemed like a good movie, but like how movies like that where it it kind of reminded me of a possible shrek Mm -hmm. like the magical creatures and everything and i'm not a shrek fan at all like i don't like shrek i'm sorry people it's not my thing i'm just like i'm not gonna see this movie like i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm like it's probably great because it's disney but i just i can't do this Mm -hmm. so i only watched it because sammy had seen it and like Mm -hmm. it's like you gotta see this movie like it's great i cried she just like did all these things i'm like okay i will but corona started so i'm like well i gotta wait until it comes out so it came out on on disney plus Mm-hmm. and this was pre-puppy so I was able to like actually sit down yes. uh, on my couch and watch this movie without worrying about a dog and it did it pulled at my heartstrings a lot like it mm-hmm. I I cried through it because it is about this journey to finish this spell so they can see their dad for 24 mm-hmm. hours like one last time and right. the whole story you're thinking it's about Ian Yes, and and his relationship with his dad, but really at the end there's a twist, and it's really all about his big brother Barley, or no, yeah, Barley. Yeah, it's Barley. Barley. Yeah, um, I, I did, yeah I'm always just like, why is his name so weird? And then it's Ian, but yeah, <laughs> but it's really about Barley being able to say goodbye to his dad for the last time, and because he didn't get to do that, mm-hmm. and it like just tore at my heart yeah I'm gonna start crying now I know Um, oh my gosh it was just I was like I said we had no idea what we had signed up for and then it's like you're in I was in the movie theater and you're sitting there and you're just like okay wait first of all it starts off with 
you know, obviously Ian is upset because his dad had passed away when Mm -hmm. he was not even born yet. So it was before he had even been born and he just wants that connection and he's wearing the sweater and his Mm -hmm. mom's like, Oh, you're wearing your dad's sweater. And when he meets the guy at the restaurant and he's just like, Oh, I didn't know that about my dad. And he's just so interested to learn as much Mm -hmm. as he can about his father. And I'm just like, Oh, that's so nice that he's trying to find this connection. And then when they figure out this spell, yeah, I just wasn't expecting for it at the end for the way it, it turned on itself. I Although I did kind of see it. I did see it. I will say I did see it coming because not until he was at the list, though, when he was at the end and he's like sitting next to his dad and he's doing the, the checking off the list or like crossing mm-hmm. off. He's like, I won't, did, won't get to do this. As he's going down the list, I'm like, wait a second. You just did that with Barley. You did that with Barley. And then when he pauses, I'm like, he gets it. It's Barley. Barley did all those things with you. And now he goes back and checks it. But I, I mean, I'm not going to pretend I knew it through the whole movie. I didn't know it yeah. until literally <laughs> like two seconds before Ian did. So I, I love everything about the movie because I love the magical storyline mm-hmm. and the twist that they did on it. So in yeah. our world, we all wish we could be in Harry Potter, right? We all wish we could still use do. a wand or flick of the wrist and something magical would happen. Yep, there you go. Ashley has a wand with her right now. That's how much we wish. We grew up with Harry Potter. It's very much ingrained in us. You got this world yeah. of elves and dragons. and But in their world, they're like, eh, this is a lot of work to learn. And when they come <laughs> up with things like electricity and all of that, yeah. they go the opposite way. And it's mm-hmm. like they went from this crazy, imaginative, great world to this mundane setting. Ugh, and they're yeah. all fine with it because they're like, eh, we don't really need magic because we came up with all this other stuff. And I think that's really... It's an interesting twist that now that's why they live in the the world that they do. But you got the people like Barley out there who have Mm -hmm. the games and love to learn about the history and are so Mm -hmm. passionate about the fact that everybody should know what it was like before. And we should want to go back to that. And I just, Barley is by far my favorite character in the entire movie. I just Mm -hmm. love him so much. Every moment he is on screen and they try and paint him as a troublemaker when really he's just passionate about everything going on in the world and how basically everybody is missing the what made it so special Mm -hmm. yeah I love the mom because she like turns into this Amazon warrior to like get to her sons yes she's just so awesome like I'm like that is like that is that is the definition to me of a mom and just like Mm -hmm. how she just went after her kids this whole time Mm -hmm. it's just I'm gonna cry through this whole thing I'm I don't I can't believe it took me till onward to start crying (laughs) And I love the mom too, because she's concerned about what's going on for them, but she's never really mad about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And when they say things like when she finds out that Ian stuck up for himself, she's just like, good for him. Mm -hmm. Not, I can't believe, you know, she's a little bit like, I can't believe it, but she's thinking it's Barley who's doing this. And she's just like, you know what? Good for Ian. I'm glad that he's finding a voice and he's stepping up for himself. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, it's so great. Like you said, that she steps up for the kids and she's never mad she just wants them to be taken care of and make sure they're okay mm-hmm. yeah but she doesn't really mind that they went and had this adventure together especially mm-hmm. when she knows the reason why you know yeah and I think it's nice that the kids are worried you know like oh we may not make it back for mom to see him either and mm-hmm. I think that was really nice that the kids were still in that way worrying yeah. about the mom it's very but, much a family like a, a yeah. non it, it was one of those movies where we the family was not dysfunctional like a lot of Disney movies, families are a little dysfunctional in Disney mm-hmm. movies. This one had a very healthy family yes. dynamic. I mean, even mm-hmm. though the brothers fought, let's be real, 
Mm-hmm. Well, fight. Like that's normal. Yeah. Like, and they go back and forth, especially when they don't have a dad figure because he passed. So I thought they chose great voice actors for Ian and Barley. Chris Pratt was the voice of Barley, which was just mm-hmm. awesome. Like I could tell as soon as he started talking, I'm like, oh, that's Pratt. Like I know mm-hmm. who you are. But yeah, I very distinctive. did not figure out Ian. I had to look it up and it mm-hmm. is, I want to just call him Spider-Man, but I was going to say Spider-Man. I don't know. His and then I was going to call him Peter. I'm like, nope, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, Tom. Tom Holland. Oh, there yes. Tom Holland. Yeah. Tom Holland is Ian. And I'm like, that's Tom? Like, I would have mm-hmm. never. But he did such a good job. And mm-hmm. Tom, honestly, I really think he's done a lot of fun stuff. And he's done a lot of good stuff. He has a couple things that came out on Netflix. And he's doing some things for Disney and Sony. And right. mm-hmm. he's, he's going to have a good career ahead of himself. Like, I can see him a part of more Disney stuff as he gets yeah. older. I agree. At least I hope so, because he's really good. But yeah, they did a really good job of, like, just the back and forth and, and mm-hmm. everything. And I mean, I know sometimes you don't, like, as a voice actor, you don't actually record with your... Right people mm-hmm. so it's good when you're able to find those pe- those voice actors who can connect with those characters like connect sound like they're connecting even though they weren't mm-hmm. actually next to each other like right. you know, that with tom or not tom tim allen and tom hanks tom hanks thank you i did mean mm-hmm. tom you have that with them and there's some other ones that mm-hmm. that they're but it was just i don't know it was just done very well like i agree mm-hmm. yeah yeah I just oh and there's no villain I mean the dragon's a villain at the end but the movie really there is no villain it's just an adventure Mm -hmm. and family relationship movie yep there's no bad guy per se in the movie there's just they're on an adventure and bonding together and Mm mm-hmm I think that's another great thing too is we're not being chased by anybody I mean well the cops but you know I mean it's just they're not bad it's guys. not they're really trying to do their job yeah exactly it's not like they're gonna just try and kill you know yeah Barley and Ian but yeah I think that was another nice thing about the movie is there's no villain it's just literally an adventure film mm-hmm. yeah which, and it's yeah. yeah all about all about the relationships all about mm-hmm. the personal like understanding each other and yes. they're so different Ian and Barley are so different yes Mm-hmm. but to be able to f- to fight through that and find common ground I think that's what got me the most other than like the dad like because with the dad thing I'm gonna be honest when I was watching this movie since you recommended it mm-hmm. with the whole dad thing I was thinking of you the whole time because you have yeah. lost it is different yeah it, it's mm-hmm. different. but for me looking at this movie I thought about my brother because me and my brother are t- so totally different in some areas that we go back and forth and we don't understand each other all the time and like to see these two brothers like finally find that common ground it kind of like pulls at my heartstrings because yeah. there are some things that me and my brother still haven't found common ground on and just mm-hmm. like, that emotion of it like at some point i we need to try and we need to, yeah. to get to that point in some of those areas so yeah it was just why the tears going mm-hmm. on <laughs> yeah and i liked Barley was such a big personality and Ian just thought he was goofy and he had no goals in life and all of that. And then when they connect and they're talking about their dad and how he finally tells him like, this is why I am the way I am because I didn't say goodbye to him because Mm -hmm. when, you know, when the dad was in the hospital and he couldn't do it because he was afraid and he's like, I'm never going to be afraid of anything again. I think that was really great because it gave Ian that big understanding of 
barley a lot more. And that's something no one else knew about barley because Mm. even his mom, I don't think really realized what kind of impact that had on barley, you know, because he didn't talk about it. And barley just came across as so positive and just so full of adventure that when he revealed that, I thought that was really great too, Mm -hmm. because it barley didn't come across as like super cartoony to me, but I think that really gave him more depth when it was just like, well, Mm -hmm. this is actually what happened and this is why I am the way I am. And then that changed everything for Ian. Mm -hmm. And I think it was so selfless of him to give Barley that opportunity with his dad, because that's what everybody wants. When you lose a parent, it really sucks no matter how old you are. For Ian, I feel bad because he never got to know his dad at all, but in a way he did because Barley's going to have these traits that he got in the couple years that he had with his dad, you know, yeah. and that's what Barley passed on to Ian. And that's, mm-hmm. it was just so such a great story, but yeah. everybody wishes they had those couple minutes. And I just mm-hmm. loved how when Ian's like, what did he say? And then Barley's just like, okay, his wizard name would be, and it was something <laughs> stupid. And I can't remember yeah. what it is now. It was so terrible. <laughs> and then they're both just like, wow, that's an awful name. And then, you know, I just, the fact that Barley, then he's like, and I got to say goodbye. And then he's like, oh, and he said to give you this. And then he hugs Ian and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, it's just, uh, but yeah, since I didn't know in the theaters, I mean, now I know what's coming and it still makes me tear up and it's still, it still is right there and mm-hmm. it always will be. But in the theaters, I remember all of us were just sitting there like, oh my God, like, what did we just watch? This is not where I thought this movie was going to go at all, like, at all. Oh, Pixar, did it again. Yeah. Yep. They are brilliant at just getting right into your emotions. I thought. I mean. (laughs) Inside Out did it. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Inside Out, I was just like, oh my God, they get us. And then mm-hmm. Kogo came along and it still had that connection to the afterworld and everyone can yep. relate to Kogo because if you, everyone's lost somebody. Yep. So, you know, there's that whole emotion, but then this yep. one really, I was just like, oh my God. So mm-hmm. Onward is probably my favorite Pixar movie just because of how much I can relate to it. Yeah. And I just, I watched it the other day and I was just like, oh my gosh, I could just watch this a million times over and never yeah. get tired of watching them together. So. <sighs> Pixar. Darn you, And then we got... got, Oh, they uh, have a new one coming out. Yes, I was just going to say called Soul, and I already know. I already know Pixar, because it's about a dude who dies, right? And Or something. I have no idea what it's about. He definitely dies in the movie, so I'm already just like, great. But, uh, like, I looked at it, I'm like, Soul, and then they showed the the animation. I'm like, is this, like, an extension of Inside Out? Because we have all the emotions in our head, now we're going to see what the soul looks like? Like, I'm kind of excited. Honestly, I do think it is. They're probably going to make me sad. It is. I already know. Yeah, I'm so excited for that movie. And that one, okay, I... They pushed it back. Uh, it's now in 2021. It was supposed to be this year. Oh, uh, no, no. I thought what? it was going to come out in December. I thought they finally decided to go and release it on like Christmas Day. Did they change on it? On Disney Plus. I think they did. Okay. So this is what it says. It says on October 8th, Disney announced the film's theatrical release was canceled altogether for Soul. Okay. And it would be exclusively on Disney Plus on December 25th. Are we going to have to pay for it? It doesn't say that. It just says... Unlike, okay, unlike Mulan, the film will not be released as premiere access, and it will just be free. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to tell you that, and then just... Because I still haven't watched Mulan, because I don't want to pay the 30 bucks for it. But I I think Mulan is supposed to just be available in December I hope so, because I'm ready to watch it. 
Hold on. Give my opinion. We're already wandered off. Let me look and see real quick. Okay. It's okay. It's, oh no, for a premium fee from September 4th until November 2nd, and then it will become available for everybody on December 4th. That's why we never got around to buying it. And then I got to this point where I was just like, I feel like we should just wait and watch in December when it's free. Cause I was just like, that's not really that long to wait. And I'll have, I don't know. It's just yeah. finding the time to sit and watch it. Cause I'm like, if I'm gonna pay $30, my butt is going to be on the couch like, nothing else going on, no phones or anything, because I just paid $30 for this movie to sit and watch it at home. I better have popcorn. I better have mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> my dog in the crate so she's not bugging me and eating my popcorn. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it, you might as well just wait. It's not even a month yeah, now until it comes out. So it's fine. I am going to wait. Anyway. Well, <laughs> anything else on Onward? Mm-hmm. I think that covers it. I could talk about it forever, but okay. I think we've covered the main points. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to like and subscribe to all of our social media things. So you can find us on Instagram at Pixie Dust Twins Podcast at Limitless Broadcasting. We post all sorts of fun stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And okay, also go to YouTube and find us on Limitless Broadcasting where yes. you can watch us be silly. We have a really great Halloween episode that's very spookified. <laughs> I think you should check out. It's cute. It's one of my favorite things we've done. Between mm-hmm. the audio is, is fun. And then I like the visual one too, because it's all, it's special for Halloween. So I know it's yeah. past Halloween, but you should still go watch it before yeah. we get into Christmas and we do who knows what with those. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And just make sure to check out limitlessbroadcasting.com where we have a shop with all of our products. There's some digital downloads that you can purchase. There's Mm t-shirts, a lot of fun things on there. And all of our podcasts are available that Limitless Broadcast does on the website. And then there's links to all of our shows and other shows. And then check out the Patreon account. Just like I said at the beginning, you guys are the reason we are doing this show. So we really would love your support. I know I, I hate asking, but via money or just sharing us, that works too but we'd love your support so long partners see you next time Bye-bye. thanks for listening to the pixie dust twins sammy and ashley make sure you like follow and subscribe to the limitless podcast network's own channel instagram and all things social media and we'll see you all real soon